You are now listening to Out of the Blank. Welcome to another episode out of the blank podcast. I'm here with Vinny. How we doing, guys? Vinny, I got a I got a question. You could either tell me about yourself or you can tell me what's on your mind. Um, let's do a little background on who I am as a person. So my family is descendant from the Knights Templar. Yeah, those Knights Templar. Uh, so my, uh, 26th paternal grandfather was the fourth and final grandmaster of the Knights Templar order, um, prior to their, uh, extermination in Europe. Uh, obviously we all know the Friday, the 13th story. Uh, he went, he then went on to found the Priory of Sion, allegedly, which is a secret organization concealing the living bloodline of Jesus Christ. So that's, uh, that's my family background there. Uh, now I had no idea about any of this growing up. I had always been interested by history and ancient history and uh, theology and all across the board there. Anything really ancient always struck a chord with me. Uh, so as a kid, I just started researching stuff. I ended up digging this up and I've kind of shaped my life around this, this amazing heritage that uh, I have through my, my paternal side of my family. Maybe it was a good thing you weren't told that as a kid, because I feel like as a kid, if you were told that you were a great descendant of that, you would like be like, no mortal mace. And you'd be like attacking kids in your class. And that's amazing, dude, because I've talked about like the Knights Templar. I've talked to Freemasons, which is like the Knights Templar is the real shit. And the Freemasons is like, hey, let's go fucking bowling. It's like, OK, um, but that's that's awesome dude holy shit so like do you do you did you study any of that ancient history did you learn anything about it anything you might be able to give me some information on if i'm trying to join up yeah absolutely so um this initially started with me just digging into my heritage i wanted to try to understand uh why my family had this incredibly strong religious connection because none of my family had been aware of this none of my existing family had known any of this stuff this was all things that i uncovered throughout years of research and in terms of digging into it, it was, it was a bit of a hassle. There's not too many records floating around from the 1100s. So it was, it was a lot to try to find, but uh, through piecing uh, everything together and going back through the history of Quebec and the original settlers of Quebec, we have Pierre Tremblay, who was the then seventh grandson of Bernard du Tremblay. Um, who is the founder of Quebec in Canada, so, well, in Montreal. So um, uh, that was kind of my major piece of the puzzle, which helped me put it all together. Once I was able to trace my lineage directly to Pierre and then Pierre directly to Bernard, it all came together, uh, coalesced nicely. And um, it really opened up a lot of doors for me. I, I grew up in a relatively religious household, uh, in terms of Christianity, which always kind of struck me as there's something off here. And just digging all of this stuff up and, and recognizing the real origins of the Knights Templar, recognizing that it wasn't, in fact, a Christian organization in the contemporary ode of Christianity. It was 
something much more ancient. This is something that's been happening since the dawn of humanity. And these people have been protecting uh, essentially the secrets that our overlords wish to conceal from us. And they do an excellent job in such. Do you, okay, when you say overlords, are we talking about like shadow society type stuff? I mean, there's a, I guess there's a lot of different names for it now, especially with this uh, Great Awakening or whatever we see happening throughout this country or throughout this world right now. Some people call it the Cabal. Other people call it the Central Banking Group. Uh, there's even reference to a cult of Moloch, which has existed for some odd... Bohemian Grove, baby. Now. Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove. I mean, that's, that's a cult that dates back 7,000 years. I mean, we have evidence of, of these people existing in, in uh, antiquity. I mean, we're talking predating the dynastic Egyptian empire. This goes back a very, very long ways. Uh, these are ancient deities that these, these people worship. And um, in terms of, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scatter a little bit here, but Wait, it's before, something that we need to, go before, ahead, go ahead. Before, I got because look. I've talked to so many people with PhDs and so many people that think the Bohemian Grove and all that is a conspiracy theory. So I just want to say thank you. And I love you for everything that you're going to be saying. And I just, I appreciate it because like, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills sometimes when I mention some of this stuff and then someone's like, that does not sound real. What have you been reading? And I'm like, it's fuck. There's what there's video. Well, you can fake video. I'm like, I don't know how to win. I don't know how to win. Yeah, so it is very real um, to think that we know that cults operated in antiquity. We have evidence of this. Archeo the archaeological record shows of multiple cults existing throughout antiquity. Sorry about that. Did I lose you for a You're second? Good. Okay. Uh, we, we have the archaeological record on our side here to show without a doubt that these cults existed. We have... Um, what was seen throughout Mexico, even when the conquistadors arrived, of mass human sacrifice, opening a temple, they killed, you know, eighty thousand people uh, opening the temple at Teotihuacan. I mean, the human sacrifice is very real. These deities are very real. But when we talk about deities, we can't do so without discussing frequencies, because all of these things exist within within a frequency. Lower frequencies are uh, what are referred to as demonics or sometimes elementals. Higher frequencies are what we consider angelic or gods, um, and everything exists within this frequential range. This is the occult compacted into frequencies. So nothing can exist without sound. So all of these things are essentially just components of sound, what we consider ghosts, angels, demons, poltergeists, however you want to look at it, this all exists within a frequency of sound. Now, with that being established, these sound frequencies or these, these uh, frequential uh, spans can gain power or they can diminish in power. Now, if a lot of people are focused into a lower frequency, a lower uh, emission, that is going to garner immense amounts of power. And thus, these people that are tapping into this are going to be empowered. We're energy. That's all energy. It only makes sense that if you're you know, plug it into a thousand watts, you're going to be charged up, right? And it seems to be that a lot of people that are involved in these these types of groups or uh, ritualistic endeavors are uh, people that are in positions of power. I mean, it's just they go hand in hand. It's not. I don't believe that it's far fetched to think that people that have everything would lust for something more. 
I don't think that's, that's too much to believe. We're talking about people that own islands. They own private planes. They can do whatever they want. They travel the world just for fun. Why is it hard to believe that they would partake in something such as human sacrifice or demonic rituals? I, I really don't think it's that far, far-fetched. Now, see, I talk about like everyone talks about a simulation theory, but I talk about like what's the simulation where someone just somehow slips into the system and becomes like a Logan Paul or some type of YouTuber. But then if you look at like what the positions of power, for instance, in our government, I look at that. And if you're asking that maybe these people are vibrating at a lower frequency, I don't think they're initially supposed to be like that, though. Some of those people that we are in power or in positions of power right now seem like they have stolen something that is not supposed to belong to them. Like positions of power are supposed to be held by people that are are, are gifted this thing. They're not supposed to be, you know. I feel like somebody came across because if you talk about the Knights of Templar, some people will tell you that it's lore. Some people tell you it never existed. I'm like, that's I think no, there's a little bit more to that. I think it goes a little bit deeper. I think it, it evolved into something else. Freemasonry, I consider like a cult in a way that it's a group. It's a friendship thing. It's a type of, you know, it's kind of pulling old remnants for sure when it comes to spells or whatever. If you're doing the non-traditional Freemasonry, if you're doing the extra ordinary special stuff. but They're more so rites than they are spells. But yeah. yes, continue. But it's like... <laughs> There's an old template that we're still running off that society with whether you want to talk about Illuminati, whether you want to do there's old workings, there's old little pathways like a little map or a roadmap. You have the key to it now that I feel like some people that weren't supposed to that weren't initially supposed to have this as a birthright or as this type of power that that was supposed to be intended for them. They have stolen it or taken a bit of it and now using that in their own ways where they're going nefarious and running a lot of things that they probably should not be running. I think there's if we really take it back and we literally look at the order of the Templar, there were people, members, appointed people, a special small niche group. You know, it was a tight connection. It was this thing. Now, every day, it seems like we're make. oh, you want a job? There's a job. We're going to put you in the highest position of power. What the fuck are you doing? Because some people can't handle it. There's a reason why they chose people with power. You need to understand it has a lot of responsibility. That's why they asked you, do you want the position of power? No, you're going to have all these fucking things that come with it. That's a big weight to put on your shoulders. It's not that you're going to go corrupt with it. There's a possibility of that. Sure. If it's put into the wrong hands, like Anakin Skywalker massacring all those fucking <laughs> little Jedi. <laughs> yeah. So playing off of that, I, I'm a firm believer that the blood is the life. We are our bloodlines. We are our forebears just living over and over again. That's how reincarnation works in an in Eastern philosophical sense is that we reincarnate based on the beacon that is in our blood. Now, there are certain bloodlines that have been deemed sacred throughout history. Um, the Browns, the Sinclairs, um, obviously, Clan Tremblay, uh, you know, heads of the Templars, Tremblay, Demolay, uh, Jacques Demolay is another one of my ancestors. There are several variations of the last name that you can trace throughout history. Um, and there's a few other bloodlines that have been deemed sacred bloodlines. And then there's bloodlines that have been deemed Kabbalistic, which are, uh, you know, most of our figureheads. Uh, if I'm not sure if you're aware of this, every U.S. president, with the exception of Donald Trump, has been related to one another wait they they all descend from the bloodline of king john of england 
Even Obama? Uh, every single, even Obama, every single one of them. And this, this is actually phenomenal. A little girl did this research. A 12 year old girl did this research uh, about, uh, I want to say five or six years ago and was able to make this connection where she tied all the presidents back to King John of England. So we're talking, these are Kabbalistic bloodlines. These are the people in power and going into what you said about how you know they tap YouTubers or they tap certain people that don't necessarily have the blood, but they can be used by these people because these are folks that seek power. They seek influence. They seek money. And anytime you're, you're out for money, as opposed to out to do good, to do what's right by your soul, you're always going to be easily manipulated because all people need to do is wave a dollar in front of your face and you're going to come running. If you look at like the exposure of maybe putting some some valuable information or secrets into the hands of someone that's supposed to not have it, we've seen that. You want to talk about the Great Awakening. I think the internet, the idea of this is that's the tool, really, the manifestation of it all being uncovered. And I think the reason why it's all being uncovered, all these secrets are being released or things that we're not really supposed to know about and the fear that a lot of people's minds probably cannot handle it. I mean, if you tell anybody about some secret, you know, Bohemian Grove, for instance, there are people that will refuse to believe that. And I think that is a factor of you're, you, you opened up your group to your friend's friend who you don't fucking know, who starts going around town saying, yeah, I'm Knights of the Templar. Yeah, I'm this. Yeah, I'm that. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's a secret thing for a reason. We have rules. We, that's why the, the Freemasons are so like, yeah, you can pick someone to do in, but you got you get thoroughly looked at if you're really going to the right lodge like there's a lot of shit so the secrets don't get spit out you're not supposed to really talk about it a whole lot when it comes to secret initiations i had a freemason guy on here and he was being very vague with all of his answers he's a great guy but it's very very hard because you got to understand the repercussions that it has against the whole entire organization of it being a secret and right now with the great awakening it's because some motherfucker got appointed into whatever that he was supposed to be and he got invited into the group that no one really knew any information on he was a friend of a friend who knew the cousin of a friend of a friend and the next thing you know he starts going well we can do this we can do this it sounds good but the plan was crap and now all these secrets are flooding out and now society does not know what to do society is crumbling a little bit on the aspect that it's being awakened to a lot of stuff at a very high rate where now people are having trust issues and fighting with each other which is throwing the balance of everything completely out of whack yeah, agreed. Uh, infighting will never achieve anything in terms of a society standpoint. We definitely have to band together as regular people. And then perhaps from, from that larger picture, we'll be able to delve into things that are occulted. Now, occult simply means hidden. Uh, the occult is hidden knowledge. The esoteric is hidden knowledge. These are things that that are the reason that organizations such as the Templar and the Masons exist is because they would prefer to keep a lot of this knowledge occulted. The more secret it is, the more pull it has on society. Uh, secrets are always something that, that garner a huge amount of intrigue from people. And that's what keeps these organizations going is the secrecy, is the, the occultation of it. But if we were to all come together and say, hey, we, we want to know how to live longer. We want to know what these holistic secrets are, these, these uh, healing frequency secrets, this what is God? How do we attain spirituality? How do, we, how do we elevate our vibrations? These are things that these people, the people that are at the top, know. 
Now, regular Freemasons, as you said, you spoke to one, he's a normal guy. He probably doesn't know much about the actual rights or the purpose of the rights. Now, granted, he's been shown, you know, here's this page and this, this is the right that you're going to repeat to us. But he doesn't know why. He doesn't understand that those words put together are a, a, a gematric value that actually means something else. And by speaking those words, you're creating a frequency or you're tapping into another frequency. Most normal people don't realize that. They don't understand what they're actually doing. And this works the same way in Catholicism. There's a reason it's, you know, uh, what does Bill Burr say? Say what we say when we say it. There's a reason that church is like that because you're, you are creating a frequency and you are feeding some type of uh, entity or a group of entities, a, a legion, if you will, as, as written in the New Testament. You know, the devil comes as a legion. Kind of so like when, I, well, kind of like when a choir sings all at the same pitch and they're all hitting this one note and you feel this like subtle, like if, if I choose to harmonize with you, for instance, if I do, oh, and then you match that frequency, you're matching a pitch and you're invoking something, which is why chanting and all this stuff was imp a dumb example would be Skyrim, for instance, when you can foot Rusfo da into the air. Next thing you know, you summon something, you're doing spoken words or these types of things that actually have maybe biblical or some type of context to it that are willing something kind of like if you know if you say it enough you're willing it into the universe i'm in 100 percent belief of that do i think it's as easy as me saying i want to fuck mariah carey and her showing up at my door no i fucking wish but it doesn't happen but the concept of do you think that these should remain a secret or do you think since you this technically is part of your bloodline that you should be teaching these in a way that we should be understanding more because the issue is people are uncovering it on their own accord and they're not having anybody guide them through when you start school you have a teacher when you go through school you have a teacher nobody's teaching any of these things and now you're now the issue is people are now being forced to try and decipher this information either by themselves or use what Whatever the internet has to offer which the internet can help but it's not a guide you can't give someone the tools that's why there's you know when you have a go to a yoga class there's a teacher of the yoga class if it's your first day if we can learn how to teach these old school methods they don't might not have to be reserved for the elite anymore i think it might be time to open it up to a whole new avenue for people to be able to understand i agree with you i think that uh, part of my mission in life is to teach as many people as possible these occulted things. Now, I'm I'm very well read, not to toot my own horn, but I have read just about every occult text there is. I mean, I learned Latin so I could read stuff from the, the 14th century. So uh, I have uncovered so many things in my, my occult journey and in my time studying these subjects. And I've tried to teach people, but I constantly run into the same problem. And that is there's a space where the esoteric and conspiracies come head to head. And the second that happens, you get the dropout because people don't want to follow conspiracies. Anything that is deemed a conspiracy theory by the mainstream, you immediately lose half your audience. They just don't want to hear it because it, it challenges what you said we have teachers when we go to school well do we have teachers or do we have indoctrinators because that it seems to be that more so teachers nowadays are there simply to indoctrinate people into this singular school of thought wherein nothing outside of that little bubble is ever going to be able to penetrate it because you'll simply say well that's not in my bank of knowledge so it can't be true 
And that's where I think faith comes in. And I'm not talking about Christian faith. I'm not talking about faith in an everlasting Christ. I'm talking about faith in the truth, faith in what your blood, what your soul is telling you is true. Because if you meditate even daily for a few minutes, by the end of a week, you're going to feel something different. And just follow that. Follow that as deep inside of yourself as you can. And you're going to find some modicum of truth there. And that truth is the beginning of faith. That nugget of truth can then become a, a tree that blossoms and you are that tree. And, and with that tree, you're going to give shade to others who might want to come and feed on the fruits that you're producing, your knowledge, your wisdom. Knowledge is something that is interesting. Everybody knows something, right? Everybody knows something. Even little kids know how to you know, put food in their mouth or uh, babies know how to swim right out of the womb. Everybody knows something. But what good is knowledge if you have no wisdom to back up what you know? It's funny you mentioned the conspiracy thing because I think that is like the weird way that now even you speaking like this to me, people are like, where did you get this guy from? And I'm like, well, hang on a second. The issue is that people aren't having an open mind and somehow when something gets mixed in with conspiracy, we've somehow correlated into our brain. It's been programmed into us that it means that it's ridiculous. Throw it out the window. It doesn't mean shit, which is not true because one of the biggest conspiracy theorist guys out there, Alex Jones, for instance, he's gotten 10 of the 15 things he predicted nine years ago, right? And it's it. We're only on number ten. We're still working our way down. So I'm like, look, if it's eight out of fifteen, you can kind of be like, eh. When it's ten out of fifteen, you got to be like, he's probably gonna be fucking right on the next one. I'm just saying. They said monkey human hybrids was something he predicted. April fifteenth, they grew human organs inside of a monkey. That was on NPR. That was all over the fucking place. I'm like, look, man, I, I look, if it fucking walks like a duck, talks like a duck, it's probably a fucking duck. I'm just That's saying. Left. Yeah, but it's interesting because I've had my look. I believe in the paranormal. I've been able to do things that I, I can't even understand when it comes to empathy. I've had a dream where in my dream I saw a person that was missing and they were able to find the body just because someone asked me, I told them about my dream. They were like, where did you see it? I pointed, it was someone in my family. Turns out my, like my grandma could see ghosts, all these. It's very hard to explain. It sounds crazy. Just even saying it, unless you've experienced something like this yourself, I'm, I'm an empath. So I can sense emotion. I can sense whatever that feeling is there. I can feel a little bit of energy. It's why I believe in the energy thing, but I've had my tarot cards read on air here twice. The first guy that was on here telling me everything I wrote it all down out of the 10, 11 things he said, five of them have came true already and more are still left to come. He was giving me predictions from a few years and a few years from now, but everything he said, get my, tell my brother to go get checked at the hospital. Did that had colon polyps, had to get that taken care of. He, he predicted my knee was going to go out, which I'm like, I can fucking see it. Cause there's, I've always had problems with my knees, but my right knee recently, he said, November, I'm like, I don't think I'm making it to November, but he predicted a lot of shit. And I'm like, to think that there isn't some type of pe person or it, there isn't some type of method or some type of thing that you can get to as a person. So I talk about my issues with the Neuralink. I don't think you should put a chip in your fucking head. I don't, that sounds dumb as shit to me. Because I think it's forcing evolution. It's forcing you to, like they're talking about, you're able to communicate your thoughts with the Neuralink with someone else without even speaking a word. And I'm like, if you notice, 
there are, I talked to a few psychics from the beginning of this podcast to where it's at now in the past couple of years. And someone mentioned to me that psychic abilities lie dormant inside of us all. And some of us are more in tune to those, some are those more empathetic. I think in the next hundred years, you're going to start seeing people that are able to really get in touch with another person's emotion, just like an empath can have. And I think that Neuralink is forcing that rather than letting it come naturally. The issue is the matter of patience. Nobody wants to wait for the information to come out. Nobody wants to wait. Everyone wants wants it now. And I'm like, I'd rather wait and have it naturally done than have it forced and be rushed and then half-assed. I don't think that's the way to run things. But sadly, society is telling us if we're not doing something now, doing something two seconds from then, doing something else, or we're not doing 12 things at once, you're not doing anything. It means you're fucking lazy. And I'm like, that's not the way it works. You can hustle to grind or do whatever you have to to get to the top, but there's also a process to it as well too. And if you rush it, you're not going to do it correctly. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that the major problem that we've we've uh, been birthed into, I suppose, really stems from the Industrial Revolution. We got too big for our britches too fast. And when that happens, when you advance technologically as a people, you are neglecting spiritual advancement. You're neglecting the evolution of the soul. The soul can only evolve so fast. It can it, we can only be reincarnated so many times and that soul evolution is slow and in a grand scheme of things you know our lives on earth are that gone that's our whole life on earth so the evolution of the slow soul is slow people technology we push we push we push and in that pushing we're losing ourselves um i'd like to quote graham hancock we are a species with amnesia and that amnesia has been forced in my opinion we have been forced to forget who we are. We've been forced to neglect the soul because money, because power prevails. Not, not us, not our money, not our power, the power of the people that choose to dictate our lives you know, as much as they can through their governments and through their monetary systems and so on and so forth. But neglecting the soul is how humanity got lost and the more we push for neuralinks and human animal hybrids and eugenics which uh i'm gonna catch some heat for saying that but uh, saying this but this vaccine is eugenics this is uh, you know this is what we charged the nazis for in the nuremberg trial guys uh, what are we doing this is eugenics. It's crazy because I, I joked about it before um, COVID became as big as it was back in like February of last year. I joked. I said, it's probably like I'm legend. Just wait six months to take the vaccine and make sure you don't turn into a fucking zombie as a joke. And then there are blood clots, all this stuff. And I'm like, look, to th they're rushing a lot of shit. And I'm like, I I just saw the other day so a past guest. Her name's Sierra. She was hospitalized for a week like praying to God and Mr. like on death's door after getting the vaccine. And I'm like, look, it's, it's, you got to understand. Like I know people in my family that just got it. I'm not going to get it yet. I don't care if you do, if that's what you have to do and stuff like that. But to think it's a giant rushing act. There's a lot of issues with a lot of things going on. And when you do something fast paced, like I said, it's not going to work properly. And it's funny because you'll catch flack with anything. I'm pretty sure you've probably gotten flack before about being, even saying you were part of your family's, the bloodline of Knights of the Templar. There are people out there that probably fucking hate that and want to take you down. You'll find anybody wanting to do something or say something or call out bullshit or whatever even though it's not necessarily bullshit it's fucking truth but people don't want to believe that they want to either 
pin, pin you up to a cross or they want to say that you're a liar. That's all people want. Nobody ever wants to just be like, okay, or nobody wants to understand or listen. That's the issue with today's times is that people, their soul is fucking like a withered husk. It's, it's like, like Bill Burr says, it's like a bunch of pixels. After you watch porn the first time, a little bit of those pixels float off. That's what it fucking is. Your soul is not pure anymore. I watch, walk around halfway around my town, whatever. I can walk around for three hours, meet a bunch of different people. None of them are their true selves. I, I made a joke when the mass um, things first started. I said, why do you care about wearing a mask when you've been wearing a mask your whole life? Nobody wants to look inside of themselves. I don't want to look inside of myself. It's probably something scary in there. Every card I got out of the tarot card reading on both of them was a hermit card. That was the main card was the hermit card. And they're like, do you think a lot? I was like, I don't sleep. I constantly think. And I think that is my biggest weakness and my biggest strength because it awakens me to a lot of shit about myself, which I was hoping. And I asked this question a lot on my podcast. A lot of people should have used that time in lockdown instead of crying, complaining, and being depressed and wondering when they're going to get their job back, look inside of themselves and trying to figure out what they want to be, what they want to do. Do they feel like they're fitting? But if you ask anybody to stare in the mirror at themselves and say, are you happy? And really sit there and contemplate that answer. How many people are going to respond with yes? Or how many people are going to have a breakdown, cry in the shower and realize they just spent 40 years in a job that doesn't give a fuck about them? That's, uh, I couldn't have put it better myself. I think that empathy without introspection is entropy. That's what I believe. You can be an empathetic person, but if you're not willing to look inside of yourself and understand the emotions that you feel, understand why you feel a certain way, understand why other people feel a certain way, the talking deep, deep introspection, dark night of the soul type shit where, you know, you're going to feel like your whole world's coming down. If you can't do that, then you're just rotting away. You're just wasting time. Because our whole entire goal as a species is to wake up collectively. And I'm not talking about woke culture. I'm talking about truly waking up and seeing each other for what we are, which are beautiful, magical creatures. I mean, human beings are fantastic. What a machine to think that we have no designer is a, is a crude idea. This is, we are amazing. And if, if we're unable to use empathy to be introspective and then pass on that introspection to others that that true deep gratitude that faith in the magical and mystical if we can't share that with everybody what are we good for we're we're just a society waiting to collapse do you think though that the aspect of people and technology and the way the world's going is it it's kind of fucking weird and kind of like when we say conspiracy usually people roll their eyes but when you look at a person that might say witchcraft, voodoo, or any type of meditation, you look at them like they shop at fucking Whole Foods. And it's like, why did society program that into your fucking head for you to be able to think that? Like, for instance, I don't I don't knock anybody that wants to like my my aunt. She was one of the uh, first people I had on this show when I was doing them in person. And she's a naturalist. She's a spiritualist type. And she was telling me about the elements. She'd light seances. And I did yoga with her on the beach at four o'clock in the morning with wands and shit. I'm not, I'm not, that's not me. 
But I can understand why someone does that because it does get you in the mood. It does get you in the vibe. It gets you in this sensation. That's why people draw circles or light candles or do whatever. There's something primal about it back in the way day. And if you correlate it to now, like people that um do reading tarot cards or something like that, if you have the equipment to do so and you put those out around you, you start picking up a bit of that vibration or that frequency that's coming off of those things. It gets you in the vibe or the mood, whatever you want to call it to do so, because you're not going to be truly open unless you're coming at it with an open mind. And a lot of people don't really know how to do that. There's not really a roadmap to do so, but I think hopefully through like the 800 conversations I've had, I've done at least a bit of that, but it's, it's, it's a little bit different when you spend so much time surrounded by things that say yes with you and agree with you rather than having another opinion into your head. But sadly, sometimes that other opinion is not just a talking voice. It's an argument or it's a yell or it's I'm a Republican. I'm a Democrat. It's like, who gives a fuck? We're all people living on this giant fucking planet that seems like it's breathing in a way. But it, it I, I'll use this example for you. You might be able to understand this one because I think it's a good example. But every scientist I've tossed it out as like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, <laughs> so if you ever seen the movie Clash of the Titans. Yeah, I believe so. So when all the gods are sitting in the room or whatever, they're all wearing white armor, light armor. It's all shiny and shit. And then Hades comes in the room. He's covered in ash and smoke. And he goes, you've learned to live off their praise. And I've learned to feed on their weakness. You might be stronger because their praise is more stronger, but their weakness is just like the little dribble of the strength. So he was leeching basically, and they were feeding. So he, I think that's with people. This negative energy is the earth is leeching that because they it needs positive energy and it's hurting because there's not a lot out left. I mean, there's a probably a good amount if you look for it, but it's not the norm. A lot of people are walking around like hurt little birds because as soon as they wake up and they turn on the TV, four people shot dead. You're like, fuck, man. Like, I don't want to get numb to this, but I'm getting numb to it. It's another fucking thing. I don't even want to turn the TV on anymore. I mean, I, I heard so much about the view where I was like, what's the view? And then I, the other day I turned it on on ABC it was on ABC woman was come uh, talking about another mom that was protesting about wearing masks. And she goes, look at this woman bitching. And I'm like, what the fuck did she just say on news? Like that's, that's the news. And it's like a bunch of people were correcting her. I don't think she was bitching. I think she makes a point that, you know, her kids are growing up in a world where everybody's wearing masks and you got to understand that, but it's, she, she ended up retracting it, but I'm like, you already fucking said it. Like people heard it. It doesn't go away. It's live fucking television. You got to understand what you're saying, all this type of stuff where you think you're getting entertainment, you're getting views. Is views important or is making people in fucking sane more important to you? Because that's the way you're going with it. It's called programming for a reason, right? Because that's what they're doing. They're programming people to think a certain way. They program people to follow whatever narratives on top at that moment. That's what they're going to try to pump into as many people's heads as they can. That's how they were able to make it. So things are deemed conspiracies. Well, you know, JFK was murdered by the CIA. That's not a conspiracy anymore. You can look up the government documents. It's all there. It's all online. My that grandma. was called a conspiracy. They yeah. killed people for saying that. That's that's not a conspiracy anymore. This is reality. My uh, grandma but, dated that guy who was on JFK's route when he got shot. 
one of the service members. He wow. wrote a he wrote a book and everything about it because I remember telling her it was it was it was more than just I remember I was I was like I think it was the I think it was the CIA people. I think there, an accidental gun went off and shot him in the back of the head after he was shot a couple of times. And then she was like, I dated the guy that was on that service route and he's wrote books about this. And that was that was before she passed. But I looked him up. Yo, he's wrote a lot of shit about it. And I'm like, yo, what is going on? Like I feel like I don't know. Maybe that I don't have a lineage like you, sadly. Like I don't have anything I can trace my family history. All I know about my great grandfather, and that's about it. Because nobody in my family ever talked about it. I'm like, did we do some heinous shit back in the day? Like, what? I hope I wasn't like a horrible person involved in the witch trials or something. Can you tell me I did something good? Like I maybe, I don't know, landed on a grenade or someone in the past saved a bunch of people's lives or something. I don't know. I would recommend experimenting with uh, ayahuasca if you're looking to find out a little bit more about yourself. I can't even handle lineage. weed, bro. I can't. Oh, man. Okay. Well, uh, ayahuasca takes you pretty deep. It'll show you some stuff. But obviously, you have to have a trained mind, a meditative mind to be able to get to these places. Look, at everything that we need to know, everything we could ever want to know about ourselves, about our purpose, about this planet, about this universe is all in here. We are an amalgamation of the universe itself. There is an occult tenet that says, as above, so below, as within, so without. That means we are everything, and simultaneously, we are nothing without everything else. So it's everything is tied together through, again, those frequencies, those waves of energy that produces literally everything in existence is, is these frequencies. So tapping into higher ones is going to allow individuals to find out more about themselves find out more about the secrets that they wish to know but if you follow the mainstream narrative you follow what you're told to follow you're never ever ever going to reach that point because they're always going to keep you down they're always going to say that people that think like this guy are insane people that you know uh, recommend meditation are hippies people that do yoga are are gurus and they're always going to find some way to slander things that are going to help other people because there's no money for them to make in helping other people. It, you know, if I, if a friend comes to me and says, I'm depressed, can you help me? Well, sure. I can help you. I'm going to give them a diet plan. I'm going to uh, give them some exercises to do every day. I'm going to teach them how to meditate. They won't be depressed anymore. If that same friend goes to a doctor and says, I'm depressed, guess what? Bottle of pills. Cause there's money to make in that solution. There's no money to make in the way I do it. So therefore, I'm always going to be a conspiracy theorist in their eyes, which I'm fine with. I've come to terms with it a long time ago. Think what you will of me. The fact of the matter is, at the end of the day, I've been the person that's been telling people the truth for as long as I can remember. And everything I've said is a lie has turned out to be an outright lie. Everything the media says is true. They come back and they retract it or, you know, uh, they redact it, whatever, whatever they have to do to cover their tracks every single time. man. it's a. Uh, you know, if you're in touch with the truth, if you're in touch with the higher frequency, you will never be deceived. It's kind of like um, Fox News has this little get out whenever they get sued about something. They always say we're known as entertainment, just like the WWE. We're not actual news. And it's like it's in your fucking name, man. Like you're programming people to think. Fox News is news. It's not fucking news. It's entertainment. Whenever they get sued for something that they say and they have to redact it or something like that, when they inflame somebody's character, they fucking get attacked all the time about that shit. And that's their easy out. It says in our contract for entertainment. It's like, but you, you're not guising at that. 
everything is disguised as something else and it's not what it's supposed to be. Like that's the whole point of psychedelics. When I talk to psychonauts that come on here and they talk about uncovering who they are, I'm like, man, there are a lot of people that aren't ready for that yet, but there are people out there that really need it. Like I always talk about like, why don't we give psychedelics to convicts? Like you wanted to put a person on death row. Have you tried every fucking solution? Like I understand technology might not be out there to spend years and amountless energy to be able to fix somebody. But if you give someone really a chance to look inside of themselves with the type of drug that can take them to like a Dr. Strange type scenario, they're going to fucking look a little bit differently about life. When you tear down the fabric of reality that they built inside of their fucking head, that isn't the true one that's supposed to be there. I mean, how many people get in their car, go to work, go home, eat food, watch Netflix, but they don't take a second to like walk outside and feel that air that hits your face or just feel the air that fills up your lungs and understand that everything is working perfectly and you're not questioning it. We take it for granted the fact that we wake up every single day. And I know it's easy to say that, but man, there are one day you're not going to wake up one day. It's going to be gone like that. And it's fucking magnificent to understand. Like when we talk about this earth as able to sustain life, and all these things that you really don't take into account. You can give yourself a panic attack. I've done it just by thinking about everything like that. I've been lying in my driveway like, ah! Um, but when you seriously think about everything, you really start noticing like, well, fuck. Maybe I got a bill coming up that I might not have the money for. Maybe my water is going to get cut off or my electric. But I am fucking breathing right now. Every memory I've ever experienced, everything that is a part of my life is soaked into my brain like a blueprint. Now, the point is to remember what's there, you know, hold on to the things and not have it pushed out by some type of news headline or some type of thing that gets inflated into your head to just knock everything out of your brain like it's mush. And it's it's easy to say that. But I do you have hopes for like the future when it comes to people discovering who they are? Because, I mean, right now it's getting pretty grim. People are fighting about Anne Frank on Twitter. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Well, I mean, to be fair, it was written in a ballpoint pen. Ballpoint pens weren't invented until 1946. Just saying. <laughs> I was just thinking it was a girl's diary that you just decided that it needed to be written. Uh, no, uh, I, that's that's the problem. I, I'm just I'm just going to touch on this quickly because you brought it up. It was the original diary was written in a ballpoint pen. Ballpoint pens weren't invented until 46. So clearly there's some type of uh lie going on there let's that's all i'm gonna it's say like it's it. like helen keller when people are like she didn't exist and i was like i understand why it people could see that because if you really think of a person that was blind deaf and had all these problems with her and she she i mean made so much of herself then you really don't have an excuse to not fucking do something you know what i mean right sure people are always going to look for a way to trash something that they themselves can't fathom or that they themselves might fear even. I mean, we have to remember fear is a huge component in what's going on right now. It's a massive component. It, it is the glue that is holding the mainstream agenda together right now is fear. If you scare enough people and you really scare the shit out of them, they're never going to look anywhere else because they're terrified. They think that you, the talking box, is their salvation. So they're always going to look to you and pray to you and take everything you say as gospel because you're the television gods that you know you're the ones who instilled the fear therefore you're the ones who are going to be able to take them out of the fear when that time is right which according to these people uh what did 
What did Dr. Fauci say on Mother's Day? Maybe by next Mother's Day, things will be back to normal, he says. Next, hey, buddy, we've been living back to normal. We've been, we've been back to normal for a while now. Are, are you walking outside? Are you paying attention? No, people I'm going not. To concerts. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yeah. yet. The old snake oil salesman isn't done pushing his vaccine that he owns the rights to yet. I mean, if Dude, I got to I got to send trans- you a podcast I've been listening to thousands of times. I'm going to listen to it a hundred times more before I go to bed. But it's all it's called 1640 with Josh Rogan. Dude's a journalist for t- exposes all this China, all this vaccine type stuff that you know that it's it's just it's a mishmash of bullshit, and no one wants to understand the truth. Do people want the truth? But when the truth has been covered up by what everyone thought was the truth. And then now they're going to retract it all. They have to find a way to circle back around to the beginning. Cause they left the truth in the dust. They added a bunch of shit on top of it. Now they got to pull all that back without looking like a fucking idiot. And it's, it's fascinating, but Oh man, I was going to say something about, um, Oh, you got me on the mother's day. Thing. That's funny as shit. His name on Twitter was like a year ago was fucking man of steel all this type of shit and then you look at his name now it's just a bunch of people fuck you go fuck yourself and i'm just laughing my ass off i'm like dude you like really love that spotlight but just like pam anderson you got surgery to get yourself fixed to try and stay in that spotlight and it didn't look too good no he uh he shot himself in the foot all these guys the, this this whole entire situation this pandemic has been one big eye-opening fuck fest. Uh, if you're paying attention at all, there is not one cohesive bit of information that is shared for more than a week at a time. And the next thing is going to contradict the thing prior. And the next thing is going to contradict what came two times prior. It, it is just absolutely transparent on every single level. And I think that more people are starting to pay attention. You asked me if I have hope. I do have hope. I do because People are waking up to this bullshit, man. And once they wake up to this and they realize that we're being lied to, blatantly lied to day in, day out, they're going to start going back through their lives and saying, well, what else was I lied to about? What, 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 what really happened to Vietnam? Was it about opium? What really happened in World War II? Was it about the World Banking Group? Or was it about stopping fascism? What really happened in World War I? Was that about the World Banking Group? Okay, what, who built the pyramids? Well, the pyramids have seashells at the top of them. The only way that could be possible is if they were submerged underwater. And the last time that was even a remote possibility was about 12,800 years ago at the onset of the Younger Dryas era. That places the pyramids back in the antediluvian times. So history, were we lied to about everything in history too? Could this all be one big, long, thousand year span orchestrated lie to enslave and control humanity i don't think that's a far-fetched idea by any metric i think that it's really feasible and if you analyze things critically it's not hard to see the holes in their story because the thing with the truth is if i say the sky's blue you don't have to look you know the sky's blue because we've all seen it a million times there's no conjecture with lies, there's always going to be conjecture. There's always going to be holes because you simply can't cover every basis with a lie because it's not the truth. And that's how the truth wins. It's funny. If I looked at my 10-year-old self and my 10-year-old self looked back at me, I would, I remember when I was a kid and I'd hear like one of these crazy tales or something. It's not really a tale, but just my 10 year old self would be like, that's a crazy story. That's a conspiracy. Or that's like, sounds so like far-fetched. I wouldn't even give the person time. And then now that I'm like, 
a bunch of the shits came out. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, there's if it, it now they're saying like there are some things you need to draw the line at when it comes to like, I don't know about the flat earth one. I'm sorry. I can't really get down with that. But I mean, yeah, I but the other government shit, I'm like, look, man, like there's some there's a I mean, look, the reason why I'm not a cult leader is because I want to be a cult leader. That's the whole idea. I know I have a power issue, which is why I never want to be put in a position of power. I worked as a security guard. You ever see um Stanford prison experiment? So it, they considered it a failed experiment. It's on um, Netflix or Hulu. Um, it's a really good like uh, experiment that they did back in the day where they gave – I think eight people uh, like cop outfits. No, they gave six people cop outfits and six people prisoner outfits, or it might've been a little bit more. I think there might've been eight prisoners, but you know, it was, I'm familiar with this concept, but yeah. it's through American dad that I'm familiar with. It. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, education is education. I found out Patrick Swayze was dead from family guys. So um, <laughs> roadhouse. But, uh, yeah. Roadhouse. Uh, but it's funny. Cause um, in the experiment, they just had random civilians that knew they were doing an experiment. They were getting paid for it. And, and they would put on the persona of a cop. Some of the people that were put in the uniform of a cop would act way out of their control of what they can actually do to someone. The, the prisoners, they knew they were regular people. They were just off the street. They could leave anytime they fucking wanted to. They were voluntarily doing this thing. One dude grabbed a baton, was hitting next to a dude's hand, and then he decided to hit the dude in the actual hand. And it started to see throughout the progression of the next couple of days when people were trying to sleep in their bunks, the, pris the guards would come and kick the door open and just start fucking freaking out. Some of the people that they grabbed for the experiment would just sit there and be like, I'm not doing this, man. We're all fucking getting paid to fucking be here. Like, what the fuck are you? You're not even a real cop. But there are some people in society, when you give them that power, they go all out right with it. And I noticed when I was, and they considered that experiment failed, which I don't think that's fucking failing at all. I think that's showing perfectly. It might, eventually people started trying to like freak out and do all these crazy things and started having mental issues and they ended up leaving. And it kind of, that's how I guess it failed. But when it comes to the idea of like, I was a security guard. As soon as I got that badge on me and you would patrol around the area, show a presence. I noticed when some dude was acting up at a bar, he ended up hitting a girl in the face. I wanted to run over there and throw him to the ground, but he was way bigger than me. I had no gun. I had nothing. It, you start to realize like, you might have a badge. It doesn't give you this Superman invincibility, this power to stop someone from hurting you. And you realize there are some people that want power that should not be in power. I want to be a cult leader. So I'm not going to be a cult leader. I would have morals though. Like I would be like, Hey, just a statue <laughs> of honey smacks or dig them. And then that's honey fucking smacks. it. <laughs> like, be good to people. That would be my motto. Yeah. But there are things about people, this, this corrupting ability where, if you have an ego issue like myself, if you have a power issue, you're not fit to be the position. Nobody that should have power wants to be in power. That, that doesn't happen. The people that want power that shouldn't have power are the ones that get it. It's because they'll do anything. They'll lie, cheat, steal, and they'll go up into that position. That's the issue is that a lot of times you got to be honest about your shit. A lot of people that probably would be a way better president than the ones we have now – are people that have a lot of shit that don't want to come out. Like, I don't want that to come out. I want people to know that about me or my family or my past, but you'd be perfect for the job. You think people wouldn't overlook that? Sorry, man. I don't want, I don't want that on my head. I don't want people knowing about that about me, but then we get fucking Biden in there. Who's like, I don't even remember that. It's like fucking all right. Thanks man. <laughs> what do you mean? I was in the KKK. No, no, no. I was uh, just friends with them. I, I yeah. just sniffed her a couple of times. <laughs> 
creepy bastard. <laughs> Anyways, no, I, I, you're right, man. I think from what I've, I've come to understand through meditation and uh, deep spiritual searching that people who lust for power, who lust for money, who, who lust in general, usually aren't the best people. These are people that are controlled by physical things, by money. And if you're going to be controlled by money, what type of person are you? What kind of backbone do you have if you could be swayed by numbers? I mean, that doesn't work for me. And if you're, if you're looking to control other people and control other people's lives and come down on other people, isn't that really you just don't like yourself? You're not happy with who you are, so you want to take that out on other people? It's reflection, deflection. You reflect the things you hate about yourself in other, and then you deflect instead of looking in yourself to fix those, you take it out on somebody else. That's people in power. That's people that lust. That's all they ever do. I never want to be one of those people. I've always been completely honest. You know, I'll come out and say right now, I dealt with a drug problem for a number of years. I had, I had some serious issues that I worked through on my own and I got to a better place. That's what life is. You're going to have issues. You're going to have roadblocks. You're going to have things inside of you that you might not like, such as the desire to rule over others. But if you're introspective and you're able to, understand why you feel those things you know maybe it's not even you it might be something that your parents did remember genetics play a lot of, a lot uh, a large role in who we become as people a generational trauma is a very real thing so this takes deep introspection to come to a place to where you are able to acknowledge all of your flaws and all of your faults forgive yourself for them forgive your family for, for their trespasses, forgive their family for their trespasses and say, okay, I'm my own person and I just want to rule my life. Whatever everyone else does, fine. If they want to follow me, they can follow me and I'll never steer them wrong. But right now I know who I am and I'm ready to move forward as an individual, not a controller, not somebody who wants power, who wants money, just somebody who wants happiness. To truly accept others, you have to accept yourself. That might sound corny. That might sound cheesy, but it's the truth. And a lot of people aren't happy with themselves, and they choose to reflect that anger out on the people around them. You know, I always talk about maybe the main fix or the main focus that you should be working in the very first step. Instead of attacking the core issue, you should be working on the steps that lead up to that issue. You know, I've, I have I took um, chemical dependence dependency classes in school. It's what I wanted to go to school for. I ended up switching over to psychology. My biggest issue was that people would look at people that suffered from something like that as a hurt bird. And I'm like, it's just a person that made a mistake. We all fucking make mistakes. It's not an issue of this person needs to be treated like they're a fucking dog and speak to them like, are you okay? No, none of that. It's a fucking person that had a mess up in their life or something they couldn't control. We fucking work past that. You don't treat them any different. You talk to them like a person, you help them when you're supposed to be helpful. You're, uh, you got to understand there's a point people need to understand. It's not hard to help someone around you, but it, it, it's as simple as just fucking listening or just talking. Just it's that it that's the such an easy thing to do, but no one wants to do it unless they can think in this mindset. How is that going to benefit me? You're already fucked up. I've had so many people I've reached out to that go, well, what do I get out of this? 
a fucking conversation maybe i don't know maybe we could fucking chat and discover a friendship or maybe we're related i don't know we can fucking talk and see where it goes from there but nobody likes that they want to make sure that it's going to benefit whether it's their career whether it's this or whether it's that or whether it's going to progress them forward in life and when they see someone progress faster than them they'll do anything to chip that person down they'll do anything i mean you talk about I think faith is needed at a point in life. I think faith can help you get you through some times, but then eventually you end up transcending a little bit past that where you can still hold on to it, but it's not necessarily the core principle anymore. Greek mythology, for instance, people built statues of the gods and they worshiped them so much. And then after a little while of that, eventually they started tearing them down, realizing that they didn't believe in those morals or ideas anymore. Much like today, where 52% of the population might not have a religion, or some people choose to worship from home. It's because it's your own definition that ends up evolving or transcending into something else. You don't lose it. It just turns into something different. And if you still keep that faith, yeah, that's important too. It helps you get you through those times, but it's not necessarily what defines you as a person. It helps you get you through the times when you need it. I think anybody that's been near death or close to the end, they get religious at that point because you don't want to think you just disappear. Maybe it's something different than that. Maybe your mind's evolving into a way where it's transcending and evolving that concept of God or any of these religious properties and turning it into another form or something bigger than that, bigger than yourself, which is a harder really view to grasp. Yeah, egotism rules with an iron fist. Um, This society, particularly uh, modernity with social media, Facebook, Instagram, this is egotism to the nth degree. These people are obsessed with themselves, the selfies and the constant, look at me, look at my collection, look at what I do, me, 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 I, I, I. This was intentional. This was designed this way because the further you pull people into themselves, the further they are from everyone else. You get everybody saying, me, what's in it for me? Well, why would I do that if I don't get anything out of it? Well, it's not for you. None of this is for you. This is for us everything's for us. This is the idea of higher consciousness is that what you put out into higher consciousness will craft reality, the reality around you. And the more people that are focused on are less focused on the me and the I and are more focused on the us, that energy goes into higher consciousness and it helps open doors for other people to stop being egotists, to, to, to stop being narcissists, to stop being sociopaths. These things are all very real. Look around, you know, take a look through Instagram. How many girls are you going to see in their underwear? These people are soulless. They have, they're they're literally just, they'll sell anything. They'll sell their bodies for, for a couple of likes. What is that? What kind of culture is that? That's, that's death culture. As far as I'm concerned, that's a little nod to my clothing line, by the way, death culture clothing going to be released this June. No. Bro, we should we should share some merch ideas. I've been getting really into the merch clothing. I've been having a fucking amazing time just create. I'm like, dude, I'm like turning the podcast into just a clothing brand. Fuck it. I'll be sure to send you something, brother. I'll make sure I rock it on the show too, man. Look, you literally, I think you're the first person where I've in the first 30 seconds threw my hands up in the air and not waved them like I just didn't care because I did care. <laughs> But it it was it was a fun podcast. I really appreciate you giving me your time today, man. Seriously, um, this is gonna be one of many. Hopefully, if you're willing to come back on the show, dude, I love I love this conversation, man. This was awesome. But where can people I'd find love to you? Do this again. 
Okay, so you can find me on Instagram. Um, it's at Venus Doom 33. Find me on Twitter at Vinny Tremblay. Add me on Facebook. I think I got about a thousand slots left for friends. I'm always looking to grow my network. Um, you can also check me out on Kelly T Black Metal Reviews on YouTube. We have a massive YouTube channel. We uh, discuss all the latest releases from the black metal and death metal underground. We interview bands. We do a lot of really cool stuff. I'm also going to have a record label coming out soon. So check out Feral Kid Records. It's going to be a subgenre of that label. Uh, right now we have a compilation out featuring some of the bands that we've interviewed and reviewed. You can find that on Bandcamp under Kelly T Black Metal Reviews. And I make sure to link it all in the description. And thanks for listening to this episode of Out of the Blank Podcast.